0: Within the Woods contains graphic depictions of violence and disturbing content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Within the Woods, episode 16. My name is Tyler and I'll be your keeper of monsters and mysteries. And today I'm
1: joined by... I guess I'll start the to... I'm Gray and I'm playing Dr. Alfred Armitage.
2: And I'm Kim, I'll be playing Dolly.
0: Alright, when we last left off, after defeating the man in the hat, escaping the various monster realms in places people were trapped in, um, and certain members of the party undergoing what seems to be various levels of psychotic breaks, um, the party learns of a monster that seems to be consuming travelers near Black Lake Ski Resort. Having traveled there, Armitage was reminded of a past incident um, that was similar to a case where some bear-like creature seemingly was involved. And with that, we start back in Black Lake um, at the foot of the Black Lake Ski Lodge, or Good Spring Ski Lodge. and where you guys have just taken the, um, what was it? It was the art book from Gavin Matheson's Kid that was filled with the eyes. What would you guys like to do?
1: Well, we've already established that it's not some... It, it, it seems to be some sort of... Unlike last time, where it was a, uh, A opportunistic, uh animal this one seems to be very predatory and it stalks its prey from, this, from the looks of it yeah
2: <sighs> so should we try getting some bear traps from Miles place see if that might help
1: i don't think it will but we can try
0: i mean if it's smart enough to lure people out to where it knows they can't they won't be found Mm. Not sure bear traps will stop it. No,
2: true.
1: Mm. The problem is, if we go off into the woods hunting, they're trying to find this thing, we're, it's more likely to end up hunting us.
2: I feel like if we had more people currently available, then we could you know do almost like a little ambush and have like one person as bait and then do an ambush that way but shoot i don't know
1: don't you kids nowadays always have your phones out all the time yes where's this kid's phone um
0: Gavin Matheson, who's sitting there, is like, well, he didn't have one. He, we considered him too young. Like, this kid is maybe at most seven. Like, this is a little kid. Elementary school age.
1: Hmm. Well, what were the kids that kind of tricked him here? Where are they?
0: Um... Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, uh, Let's see. Give me a second to look through this. So from what you know is that um, nobody knew who took Thomas Matheson out here. He had told some of his friends that he was going to meet somebody. Um, Didn't specify who. And that...
1: Well, how, how did he get out here? Then? Like, did he ride his bike? Did he take the bus?
0: Um, best guess I could say is that he walked. But, I mean, that's still a pretty far walk away from the elementary school. I no mean, kidding. That's the hard part is that at the end of the day, our last known point of contact with him was at the elementary school. And now he's out here.
1: Oh, I guess we should head to the elementary school and try to figure yeah, see out. See if we can get like
2: this. a track, or if there might be any clues.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, if if he knew he was headed here, if the if the boy knew that he was heading here, he clearly would have had to have figured out a ro- This is way out there by comparison to the school. Yeah, he had to pl- he had to figure out his route. <laughs> it has to be someone that saw something.
0: That's very well true. Um I mean you probably talked to the other kids, I know that um they might have seen something.
1: That might be the best course of action.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know, should we go, like, during daytime to see if we can get anything? Or, we like, wait go. until nighttime? Uh... Like, my concern is that I don't want to go there during, like, school hours and end up being, like, that creeper standing at, like, the edge of the playground going, Hey, kid, I got some questions for you."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably best. Isn't that what the police isn't what, that what the police are going to probably do tomorrow anyways is they're going to go to the school True. and they're going to talk to all the children and ask them yeah, if they but they anything
2: yeah but I feel like it's different you know when like cops do it versus I don't know we're just like two journalists and a retired for- or a retired foreigner
1: yeah well what I'm, I'm proposing is, is that if the cops are going there and they're going to ask those questions anyways they're not probably going to get a response from any of the kids right uh, the I kids. would I
0: guess. imagine they would yeah. from elementary school kids I mean they're not known they're not at that age where they're belligerent towards authority
1: I guess so um but why don't we let the police do their jobs in doing that part of the investigation and um we go after school tomorrow and see if we can pick up any clues I know that that means that the trail has been cold for over 24 hours but I'm inclined to think that if we go there now and we start snooping around with the police realizing that that's the last point that he that the, the, the boy was seen at before he ended up out here. Uh, we might end up losing what little uh, credibility we'd have with the authorities.
3: Now,
0: what we could do is a stakeout at the school. I mean, at some point, they um, had to talk to the kid and... Yeah. I mean, nine t- at least five days out of the week he spends most of his day at the school, which means they must have at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, who was his favorite? Who yeah. was his best friend?
0: Um, the deputy sheriff sort of pops in. Um, Thomas was always kind of a loner, kept to himself. As far mm-hmm. as I know, he never really had friends over.
2: You know what? I got an idea. So, what if? We go talk to his parents first, and we say that we're going to be writing an article about him going missing and all that shit. I am his. And dad. then,
0: yeah, huh? I'm his. Yeah. Dad. Sorry, no, no she, she's gonna. Sorry. Is she, his mom, she's gonna like.
2: Crazy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but like she she's gonna like pull him like pull um uh, pull Arthur aside a bit, and be like, hey, listen, how about we make sure that we talk to his parents? We get permission to go talk to the school and his teachers through the parents, and then. We talk to the teachers, we talk to the students, all that jazz, and then we gather what information we can. And in the meantime, it'll probably take a day for everything to get through, so we do a stakeout after we're done talking to his parents.
1: I still think we should just let the authorities deal with it for the moment.
2: Alright, we <sighs> let the authorities deal with it.
1: Well, it, he kind of like makes a gesture towards the deputy. It's like mm-hmm. it's his son. If it were my son, yeah. I'd would want to be doing the leading the investigation.
2: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't
1: that Not... be a conflict All of right. interest, though?
2: I think hey, it might be seen as one, but it's a small. I mean, it's town. a small enough town, you know. It's yeah, true. like it's a small enough town, so they might be able to look the other way, so long as he doesn't get like hyper fixated on someone. Yeah, it's
1: a small town. We we, we like. Everybody knows everyone, which is weird. That this this boy uh, didn't have any friends.
2: Well, I mean, there's always that loner in the group, but I mean, however, it's though, it's just more um, of
0: that doesn't have any close friends, just school friends.
2: You know. Oh, if all he has he, is school friends, that doesn't bode well for his home life, though.
1: Yeah, I I just had a thought rather than questioning the people at the school why don't we question the people who they this may sound like a a stretch but there should be around the school there's often uh, around any school there's often a a bunch of uh, a a bunch of houses right and those houses uh, are doesn't matter who owns them you're bound to find somebody whose kids are always trekking across their front. And they really, really, really hate it because it's just a, because it ends up, they, they end up uh, trampling a path across that front lawn just to make you, e- just to easily get from point A to point B, right? So they're constantly on the lookout, like a, like a, like staking out to make sure the kids stay off their lawn. I should know I'm an old man, that sort of thing is it's it's our bread and butter. Why don't we just go find out who who in the area is the uh, the the neighborhood um the neighborhood like I guess watch as I would like to call it (laughs) whoever keeps an eye on uh, the kids so they stay off their lawn and have a better like think they're delinquents and all that and ask them what they saw because chances say they've uh, they have a vivid memory of what happened that day
2: true very true hmm. very
1: very true by tomorrow everyone in town is gonna know this has happened because like it's a small town it's just gonna get it's yeah. everyone's gonna know
2: yeah and you know if it might have been a person that did it then they are you know there's a good chance that they might get spooked and try to run Hello. So, because every it because everyone the investigation will,
1: too because everyone will have known what happened by tomorrow by tomorrow morning mm-hmm. the damage is already done amongst the kids
3: yeah for the
1: children at the school because there will just be rumors flying as to what happened and if they're that young they'll have a hard hard time determining what is what is just a made up story and what they heard that's actually the truth and they're going to fill in the caps that's of true. Their, their imaginations
2: yeah I mean remember the satanic panic in the 80s
1: mm.
2: you know kind of a similar thing I think might end up happening you yeah. got kids going like yeah this happened and you know what is the truth
1: uh-huh.
0: <sighs> very true so what's our next move?
1: Well are we sure it happened here and the the body simply wasn't moved here?
0: Uh well yeah <clears throat> Matheson says, um well to be honest, we during our initial search we found no instant no evidence to show that the body's been moved here, but
1: Well that's uh that's good to know.
0: And you would notice, um, he says, I mean, having looked at the body, it looks, you would notice that there is, it's consistent that they were attacked on this trail. And that um, they were attacked on this trail and that this is where the attack took
1: place. Maybe we should just. I looked at Dahlia and said maybe we should just follow the trail back towards town. See if we can figure out where whatever it is started following him.
0: Should we investigate the body Very before true. we do that?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, if one of you is investigating the body, roll investigate a mystery.
2: Um, I think that you should roll investigate a mystery because you know you you have more experience with bodies okay
1: let's see here investigating a mystery all right you have hold
0: two for two questions two
1: questions Hmm. let's see here gotta figure out what these questions should be um, we already know it was attacked from behind. Mm hmm.
0: Uh. Well, and every question can answer a different, bring a different answer.
1: What are we missing? Like, basically, what is being concealed here? What are we missing? Will be my first question.
0: <laughs> so, you would notice when looking at the sort of tracks in the area. Mm-hmm. There is a single set of tracks that walks up to this area that looks to be child's footprints. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very small disturbances. Then there is another set of tracks that goes down that is – looks to be maybe – they're older. Maybe anywhere from, you know, high school to adult. But the fact of the matter is, is you don't know where the adult tracks – came from, how they got here because there's no sign of them beforehand.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you don't know and of course you know where the kids' tracks stop.
1: So the, the older tracks just sort of appear out of nowhere. Hmm. Okay.
0: You would know that other than on the trail um, if they came from somewhere else from the trail it'd be much harder to track them because the Woods themselves um, tend to be a lot more less dirty and more overgrown with plants, which would make tracking harder.
1: Okay, so if I go back to where these adult tracks start, um, and I examine the uh, tree line on either side of the path, where does it look like the undergrowth was trampled?
0: Mm, I would say probably to the west side.
1: All right. Uh, I'm gonna hold the other one for now. Okay. Uh, if it's if possible, yeah. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna wave Dahlia over.
2: Um. Can I? Let's see. Um. Can I? Can I try using sight on the um, tracks, mainly the adult tracks?
0: They seem totally human. The mm. so okay. at the very least the tra- the what wa- <laughs> the act of walking wasn't magical.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. Um, can I go back to where the tracks appear? and see if I can I guess investigate it or use a site or something Um, try to figure out like how did these just appear okay investigate a mystery hold one seven um you know what uh what sort of creature is it
0: Whatever this thing is it's humanoid you follow the tracks mm-hmm. and you notice that like mm-hmm. Armitage did that it seems they came from within the woods themselves um surrounding the mm-hmm. mountain, so that's mm-hmm. that whoever was there was waiting mm-hmm. off the trail for the kid to arrive before attacking him, meaning they did not come here with him mm-hmm. nor right. is it likely that so whoever told him to meet him here mm-hmm. um. Likely, either knew the creature was going to be there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or is the creature themselves.
1: Oh, well. I, I, I point out to Talia, this west side here of the trail, the um, mm-hmm. undergrowth has been trampled,
3: mm-hmm. so
1: that's where whoever it was that was following the boy
3: mm-hmm.
1: came out of the woods. Mm. So I don't. Like it's dark right now. I don't think it's a good idea for us to like. Yeah. But ba- try to backtrack there.
2: Yeah, we should definitely wait until morning. Um oh. So, Dolly's gonna take out her little flip phone, turn on the flash, and she's gonna take some pictures of the area, and be like, you know what? So that way, when we come here in the in the daytime, we'll be able to actually. Like figure out more of where we are, just in case if the tracks disappear or get disturbed. Oh, it's like eight o'clock right
0: now in the morning.
1: Oh, it's eight o'clock. So
2: oh, it's eight in the, the morning. Time. Okay, shit. Yeah, let's yeah, follow that right. trail then.
1: Yeah, we'll follow the trail then.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, how about you guys roll two d six for me,
1: one of you. Go ahead. Nine
2: you okay. really shouldn't let me roll those dice
0: with the 9 yeah, you eventually follow this um, trail into the woods and I would say about 20 feet in the underbrush gets so thick you can't tell where it has um, where the it had been moved or not been moved at this point so you would lose sight of the trail after about 20 feet
1: Maybe whoever it was didn't come directly from the woods, but rather they simply were hiding in the underbrush in wait.
3: You
0: would note, um, Do- Armitage. This would occur to you, is it? About from here, you could get for direct access from the road that runs along the ski lodge.
1: Oh. So this isn't far from the road. Yeah, this is where we are. So maybe they went directly to the road. Hmm. Um.
2: Hmm. All
1: right. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way through the underbrush to the main road near the uh, ski lodge. Knowing where it is. You're
0: gonna make your way down to the ski lodge from the road.
1: No, like I'm gonna start following the road towards the like, like, look in either direction of the road, and then start making my way. I'll start towards the ski lodge. Yeah. All right. Start
2: walking my way. Yeah, Dolly's gonna follow him. You would notice that the
0: road is totally dead, and once you Mm -hmm. arrive at the ski lodge, nobody's there.
2: Which isn't too uncommon,
0: this is the off-season, and at least in this area, during non-winter periods, the skiing lodges and all that stuff just completely shuts down. They don't do anything.
1: I'm kind of worried that this might be a different type of monster than we're used to.
2: How do you mean? My personal thought is serial killer pedophile. That's my thought. I, I don't know if it's a same to. for yours, but <laughs> I didn't want to say
1: it out loud.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: But
2: well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm less inclined to think this is of a supernatural origin at this point.
0: I mean true.
1: Although it still wouldn't explode
0: I mean, the body was eat half-eaten, which I'm pretty sure, like most humans, can't bite through bones.
1: Okay, this this might be a stretch of the imagination, says says uh, says uh, Armitage, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: what if, just what if, we're dealing with two mm-hmm. attackers? Mm-hmm. Somebody lured poor boy out here somebody with a, a prediction towards uh, well what Dahlia suggested
0: disturbing behavior
1: mm-hmm. and they were waiting in uh, in hiding for the boy to arrive but what if something else got to the boy first
0: Hmm. I mean, that's a plausible theory for sure.
1: Whoever was trying to stock up on the boy, the, the footprints were clearly human.
0: But if it wasn't working with the whatever attacks the boy, why would the thing let it walk away at that point?
1: Um, maybe it came out, uh, like... So what if What if, the scenario I'm kind of putting together in my mind, says so this is, this is Dr. Magicians, what if the person was hi- waiting in hiding to grab the boy and they watched the boy walk by only for the boy to get attacked by whatever it was and, and then the creature had its fill and left right, The, the whatever, whatever attack that killed the boy it ate part of him left and then you had this person cautiously make their way out onto the onto the path to confirm that the boy like sort of in half shock half just Mm -hmm. wanting to see if the boy was still alive Mm -hmm. realized oh my god and then they took off to their car which was on the on the road toward probably heading toward like on the side of the road Near, uh, near the ski lodge mm-hmm. since they knew nobody was going to be out this way
2: um, you know what at that Dolly's going to ask him um, have you heard of let me find the guy um, he is oh the watcher I going to ask him like have, have you heard of the Watcher?
1: I've heard of that name before. Okay. In passing.
2: What if it's a Watcher thing? Like what if the Watcher's back and Dolly's going to be like I don't know if you know this but he's got a couple of kids with him and maybe he's deciding that he wants to up the number of kids that he has.
1: It could be very problem
0: it. I that makes sense, but I think my one issue with that is is that the watcher seems to be kind of the top dog. The apex predator, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the Whisperer which seems to take some interest in the forest, Black Lake National Forest where it seems most of his activity is concentrated, he didn't take mm-hmm. any actions until the
1: Watcher was well and gone after a few months. Yeah. Okay, let's assume for a moment, since all the disappearances of children in this town have been attributed to something normally of a supernatural nature or the like, Uh, let's assume that my idea holds merit for a moment. Yeah. this would be his the person's the, this would be whoever it is his first attempt right to to snatch a snatch a child am i right right on this assumption I kind of like look to Sam and, and I feel like if it was
2: I the would first think first it's attempt. that we would know of
1: I th- mm. yeah i'd have to say that we know
0: because i mean to be able to get a kid out there without anybody seeing you as far as we know I mean, we don't know what the teachers and kids will say at this point, but from what Madison well, knows, nobody saw the kid, Thomas leave, and they questioned some of the people involved
1: that when he went missing. So, a kid walking all the way out here, it's a very long, very, it's a very long walk, to the very least, right? Yeah. So... Regardless as to whether it was a, su- a supernatural or, or a s- some, some other type of monster, if it was on this road and it had a vehicle, or some means of transportation, like a car, how long do you think it was waiting out on this road for Thomas to arrive over there on the path?
0: I wouldn't know at that point. I mean, that seems a little unrealistic to do.
1: It 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 It's it somehow persu- has persuaded him to come meet some meet friend or something like that out here after dark. When does it start waiting? How long does it assume? How long does it wait out here for him to arrive? Mm. Because if it's waiting in its if it's if it's some, if it's pretending to be a person, and it's driving a car, how long was it waiting in its car on this road before it decided to hide in the underbrush? Mm. You
2: know what? Thinking I got a question. He's... Um, how old is the kid?
0: Um, you would say you don't know, but I would say about at the oldest seven years old.
2: Ah, damn. All right, there goes my theory. All right, but yeah, but sorry, you were making an amazing point. Like, yes, how long was he waiting? You know?
1: In which case did he did they take a bathroom break? Did they take a smoke break? Did they or something similar to that while they were waiting?
0: Like no, nope. I mean we should look for
1: any sign of someone waiting. Yeah, so like somebody waiting along this road. Nobody comes up here during the uh, off season. This road, in theory, should be devoid of any signs of human uh, of, of of human travel. very true not even the not, not even the forest rangers would be coming up here on a regular basis
0: yeah it's privately owned land
1: so they wouldn't have much of a reason to, to begin with uh-huh. yeah and like i said it, it won't be until late fall that anyone shows up and, uh, like the only other the only exception to that rule is if renovations need to be done to the lodge and i didn't hear anything about any renovations being done this summer Yeah, not anything soon. So, there should be no signs that anyone has been on this road for over half a year. So, all we have to do is look. With that, I guess the good doctor starts walking back down the road away from the ski lodge, keeping his eyes on the sides of the road. Oh, why don't you roll
0: investigate a mystery for me? So hold one.
1: Uh-huh. I guess that's what is... Uh. What happened here? There we go, that's a good one.
0: So, you would notice that this is a dirt road, which, um, uh-huh. so it hasn't been paved, um, uh-huh. but you do notice there, which means that if there was a car on this road, there would be signs of one. You know, tr- uh-huh. tire marks, stuff like that. There is no uh-huh. sign of a car be- having been here any time recently.
1: Okay. That indicates no vehicle. Gotcha.
0: However, I will say, you notice that, um... Towards the underbrush around the area that you, um, would, you know, looks like someone might have entered. You notice caught on a few trees, um, it takes you a bit to notice this, but just bright red hair. Like, not like, um, you know, a ginger hair color. Like, as if there were blood red hair color.
1: Huh. So, uh, the good doctor knows... Better than to uh, touch that with his bare hands and like opens up his medical bag, which he carries around with him, and proceeds to get out like some plastic gloves and like proceeds to pick up the strands of hair with the plastic, uh, the latex gloves, right?
3: What'd you find there,
1: doc? Hair. Hmm,
0: interesting. So we found out where they were, they entered at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Dolly, would you well, like to roll Investigation yeah. History?
2: Um, yeah. But also, do we know if the boy was, like, had red hair?
1: No, he had brown hair. More yeah. importantly, mm-hmm. is there anyone in town do we know of that has, like, li- like, has dyed their hair this color? Because this isn't a natural hair color, is it?
0: Um, hair dyeing actually isn't super common in this town. Um, there are a few people that have dyed their hair, but mostly it's like, um, as far as you know,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. bright blues, um, there was a, there was a green one time, a very nasty color. Mm -hmm. Um, you've seen a few people with dyed hair on campus, Dolly, but you've never Mm -hmm. seen this shade of red that's, you know, sitting there in the plastic bag.
2: All right. So oh. this might be the perpetrator.
0: And uh, with your sight, um, you would notice that each of the hairs is tinged mm-hmm. in this blood-red mist. A very familiar mm-hmm. mist, if you remember mm-hmm. how you looked when you first met that being in the woods.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you right. look down at your hands and see the same mist currently crawling mm-hmm. around your arms and your body.
2: Ah, all righty. Um, well, I rolled a ten.
0: All right, you hold so, 10.
2: two. All right. Um, what was it going to do? And, um, what can hurt it?
0: Okay, um, I don't think I can answer what can hurt it at this point, because there's just not that type of information out here. So if you want to questions, I'd
2: let you do that. Um, where did it go?
0: Okay, so, um, the first one was, um, what did it, which was, before where did it go, was...
2: Uh, what was it going to do?
0: Yeah, what was it going to do? So, um, you notice that, um... There are slight tracks entering, um, so it's not coming from the ski lodge. It's coming from town. Um, they walk up here, and then they immediately seem to, without waiting around, you know, you, where you'd see like you know footprints of like potential pacing if they aren't standing still, that sort of thing, shuffling around a bit. It looks like they just walked down the road, went straight up into the underbrush. They didn't wait down here whatsoever. Yeah as um for where did it Mm -hmm. go um as you know as you look up through the underbrush it looks like they went up there and then they sat around for a bit but pretty soon after it seems like um looking Mm -hmm. at the time these were these appeared and then Mm -hmm. the tracks you saw up at the road pretty soon after their arrival here thomas followed Mm -hmm. quickly after almost as if they knew Mm -hmm. when he was going to arrive
2: Hmm. Um, Dolly's going to go ahead and relay all of that to um, Sam and the doctor Do you relay and be like hey
0: information that the mist around the hair is very similar to the mist around the um, hair.
2: no I'm not going to relay that um, I'm going to relay everything else that I got from the questions Okay.
1: so they came from town Even more troublesome.
0: Well, if they came from town, someone's had to see them, right? Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. So, I don't know, maybe we need to go to town, ask anyone if they've seen anything, and hopefully get an answer.
1: Yeah. Agree. Yeah. It's really our best course of action.
0: If we think the hair is dyed, maybe looking around. I mean, I think our best bet for dyed hair is going to come from the college campus.
2: True. I haven't seen anyone with this colored dyed hair, though.
0: Yeah, but who knows how recently it was dyed this color?
2: True. Yeah.
1: True. All right. Well, why don't I leave the investigation at the college to you two? After all, it's like. A, an old man going around asking a bunch of college students a bunch of questions is going to raise too much suspicion and we might spook our perpetrator. Instead why don't I take a sample of the hair and see if I can get any information off of it from um, for, from my, friend, my former pupil at the uh, at the morgue maybe we can find out uh, whether it's we the
0: might be able to gather information necess-
1: from an autopsy too yes indeed sounds like a plan all right we can all, all right. eat up for a late lunch at the local diner
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey that's doable
1: all right so
0: um, as you head out um, Armitage you let the you guys let the deputy sheriff know what you're off to go look through follow some clues um yeah. we will follow um since it'll be a bit before your body arrives we will follow dolly and sam as they arrive on the college campus what's your plan all right
2: um let's see it's dyed hair um Is there an art department?
0: Yeah, I would say it's it's a community college, so there's probably, you know, pretty much a department for most of your basic stuff, though they're all pretty small.
2: Okay. All right. Um, I would say let's go to the art department first, and then if we don't find anyone with that color hair, then let's try to see if we can find um, – I keep wanting to call her Liz, but what's her name? Lacey? Lacey? Um, Lex. Lex. There we go. Lex. Yeah, so, if we don't see anyone with that hair color in the art department, we go to Lex and be like, hey, do any of your cult members have hair dyed like this?
0: All right. Um, As you head to the art department, um, you don't find anybody there. Um, most of the people seem to have... Um, they don't really dye their hair, it seems, mostly, um, but they are wearing interesting clothing choices, to say the least. Um, however, as you're headed out of the art department, you notice, um, from the literature department, um, well, historical department, I would say, um, there is a young Mm -hmm. man with, um, a bright red shade of hair.
2: Um, Oh, I'm going to fall the shit out of him.
0: Um, would you like to, uh, let me think. Roll a sharp roll for me to see if you recognize him.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Twelve. Um,
0: you definitely recognize him. His name is Malos Kyria. He is, um, a student who is majoring in well, wanted to major in um, anthropology and this that study, those studies he is mm-hmm. to say the least, kind of a weird dude. Very antisocial mm-hmm. keeps to himself. He has a few friends here and there. Mm-hmm. But um, you know he's an out of towner for sure. He definitely didn't grow up here. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: But mm, from what you know, um, he pro- hasn't been known to be violent. I mean, there are a few people who actively pick on him, so mm-hmm. it seems strange that he would be—he wouldn't be violent towards those people yet. But you never know, of course.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, you see him wandering around right. campus almost waiting by a bench looking up every once in a while and glancing around.
2: Alright, um... You know what? She's going to point him out to Sam and be like, so, uh... Do... you know, do you think we should just sit and wait? Or should we approach him right now?
3: Hmm.
0: I'm always up for a good stakeout. But I wouldn't say All right, then. approaching But mm-hmm. you know... I also wouldn't say that approaching him isn't necessarily the wrong approach either.
2: Hmm. You know what? Let's stake him out a little bit, and if someone doesn't come up and say fifteen minutes, then I'll go ahead and walk up and confront him about it.
0: Um, so I would say about fifteen min. Um, about fifteen minutes goes by, and you notice various times like he, you know, presses on his phone, brings up to his ear like he's trying to call somebody gets no answer, and then he goes back to his phone, like, writes a text. Um, he seems like he's trying to get in contact with somebody, but he is unable to. All
2: right. So now Dolly's going to be like, you know what, Sam? Cover me. And she's going to make sure that her knife is concealed yet ready. Okay. And she's going to walk up to him and just kind of be like, hey, so... Waiting for someone?
0: Uh, uh yeah, um, um... Who are, who are you?
2: Oh, uh, let's save the questions for a little bit later. And she's gonna just sit right next to him, like, uncomfortably close next to him, put her arm around his shoulder and be like, Hey, um, I know that you were out in the woods over by the ski lodge earlier. What do you Care mean? to explain to me why?
0: What are you talking about? And
2: she's about. just... She's gonna just tussle his hair a little bit and be like, found some evidence, so you know, to the contrary of what you say.
3: All right.
0: Um, I'm serious. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Can you please
0: right. not touch me? That's a little weird.
2: Mm. Well, if you don't answer my questions, things are gonna get a lot weirder.
0: I don't like the sound yeah. of that.
2: <laughs> Damn right you don't and she's going to be like so do you mind actually answering the question at least you know who are you waiting for
0: um i'm waiting for my friends
2: uh huh does your friend have a name
0: yeah it's lazelle
2: lazelle yes okay
0: she's been acting weird uh-huh. recently
2: all right I weird how was-
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He does not want to talk to you, so um, I would say role manipulate somebody.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, six.
0: Mark experience. Yikes. Um, and he just looks at you and is like, why would I tell you that? Like, it's not your business.
2: Um, you know what? She's going to pull out her imp stone and be like, because this is why you're going to sell me.
0: Okay, seeing you pull this out, Sam sort of walks over and is like, um, let's just leave him alone, Dolly. I don't think that that is the right decision to make, motioning to the crowd of people on the campus right now some of who are now starting to look over to see mm-hmm. what's going on.
2: Um, and she's going to be like, okay, you know what? You know, you know, I'll talk to you later, man. And just walk away with Sam. And she's going to look over at Sam once they're a little bit further away and be like, dude, like, why'd you call my bluff like that? I wasn't going to actually do it.
0: You know, as much as I'd love to believe you, I, some of... Your guys' plans aren't the greatest, <laughs> most well thought out plans, so yeah, I know it's better to be safe than sorry.
3: <laughs> All right, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and um, you would notice that um, uh, Malos, depending on how much you're paying attention to him at this point, he probably waits for like mm-hmm. another five to ten minutes. Before he seemingly just gets, like, makes an annoyed face at his phone and Mm -hmm. then just walks off.
2: Okay. Dolly's going to look over at Zambik, so can we follow him now?
0: Yeah, we can follow him.
2: All right, let's do it.
0: A rock that makes an eyeball. All
2: right, all right.
0: And um, while this is happening, Dolly, can you roll 2d6 for me, please? As you turn around, you notice the, um, what do you call those things that are, like, in front of the school with, like, the removable letters? I want to say billboards, but, like, that announcement board where you can add the slide in the various letter cards. Yeah. Um, you would notice that on the school above that says, like, Black Lake Community College on it, the Mm -hmm. O's in both community and college look like eyes as they stare directly at you. All right. Um, and then you see them blink, and then they disappear, Mm -hmm. and they look like normal O's again.
2: Alrighty, alrighty.
0: And as that happens, we will move over to Dr. Armitage. After about ten minutes, Armitage, you, um, after being in the autopsy room, running a few tests on the hairs, Uh you would notice that, um... Um, after getting the results from the hairs back while your former apprentice is performing the autopsy, um, she did say she'd give you the results when yep. she was done. The hair color is natural, it's not a dyed hair color. What? There's huh? no, there's, there's no sign of dyes or other chemical properties that would have altered the hair color.
1: But that doesn't make any sense. This isn't a natural hair color.
0: Um, the technician who ran the test is like, don't know what to tell you, it's just as weird to us.
1: Okay. Anything unusual beyond its unnatural color that I should be aware of? Um, you would notice that the hair
0: sample seemingly degrades quickly as, um, the, after being hand after about um, ten minutes of being exposed to I don't know what to call their testing machine the color na- the color lightens significantly almost to a normal gin- color of a normal ginger person's hair
1: I know this sounds kind of silly but I'm gonna go to the um chemical cover of the uh uh uh, uh 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 of the the, the morgue mm-hmm. or the lab i'm gonna take a single strand of the hair right okay and put it in a petri dish and i'm gonna pour silver nitrate over it okay And can you tell me yes. what you're hoping to get from that well i have a suspicion uh, that I might be dealing with a uh, like anthrop, and uh, or some other shapeshifter, and I'm hoping that there's a very unique reaction to it being exposed to silver.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Um, no, it looks totally normal. <clears throat>
2: okay. Damn.
1: Uh, close, so very close.
2: Um,
1: hmm. mm, might be something else then. Don't know. Take that sample. Put it to the side. Take another sample. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go through the t- the typical... How many strands of hair do I have, I'm curious? I would say four. let's let's go the uh, we'll keep one of them as a uh, 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 one of them as a like sort of this is standard unaffected by anything we tried the silver nitrate on one of them that didn't work Uh, what else are very commonly used things against the supernatural iron Yeah. Iron. Try iron. Exposure to iron to another.
0: You would know too from what you've been told about the Whisperer and what, you know, of course, dealing with the Shadow Man, that Uh a certain dagger you're currently in possession of seems to do a
1: very good job at, well, Mm. you know, dealing with things.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is great, but. I want to see if any sort of exposure changes uh, causes a reaction, right? True. Um, so uh, we we, we ion, do. Yeah,
0: there doesn't seem to be any change, but you notice that um, one of the few hairs that still maintains its unnaturally red color um, uh-huh. quickly shit like it almost looks like a layer peels off it before it shifts into a um, ginger color. However, it quickly reverts back.
1: Hmm. and that was one that I haven't exposed to anything
0: yeah this is one that has maintained
1: its unnatural red hair color okay so what I'm going to do is I am going to uh, keep the remaining samples and I'm going to like uh, I'm going to bring those home I'm going to set up like a uh, basically uh, a stop-motion camera, taking pictures every what, ten set, one picture every ten seconds, in hopes that I can catch a gl- like ca- record the uh, the transformation process again in rapid succession. Um, meanwhile, I I try to use this. Oh wait, I, I have a rotary phone. I forgot I don't have a cell phone so like I, I go out, go to my rotary phone I take the piece of paper that I have everyone's numbers written on and I call Sam because he's the one that gave me his phone number
0: <laughs> Um I remember you got the phone number of everybody afterwards so um you get or whoever no answer from Sam at the
1: time I guess I'll call Talia
0: Dolly, your phone begins to ring as you are, um, tailing Malos Kyria, who seems to be making his way towards the dorms. I'm assuming you guys are trying to remain hidden? Yes. So we'll say you're in a bush right now.
2: Alright, she's gonna real quickly answer it and just, like, in a whisper, like, Hello?
1: Hey, Dolly, why are you whispering?
2: Um, it's complicated. I'm on a stakeout. (laughs)
1: What's up? Uh, we're dealing with- I think we're dealing with some sort of shapeshifter.
2: Oh, crap. He's a werewolf.
1: No, I tried exposing right. uh, exposing a sample to silver. Mm-hmm. No results. But it's changed- it, it, it's it's changed from it, that unnatural red color to, uh-huh. um, standard ginger, and then back to the unnatural red color again. Alright. So it's, so it's shifting properties.
2: All right. So Dolly's going to look over at Sam and kind of cover the phone a little bit. And be like, he says we're looking for a ginger, not for this guy.
1: Okay. I
0: don't know many gingers. I don't know many gingers, so I'm not sure how I can help with that. But that's.
2: Well, you know what? We're already now. here tailing him so let's just keep tailing him.
0: Maybe he knows ginger. Exactly. All right. And with that um, Armitage you are you what are you guys saying? Anything else?
1: Just be careful mm-hmm. keep me in the loop.
2: All right, I'll try my darndest and she's gonna hang up on him.
0: Alright, Armitage, um, after she hangs up, where would you like to, what would you like to do next?
1: Um, well, I'm recording my notes as to what I've been able to ascertain so far. I'm waiting on results from the morgue, so, um, uh... And I'm also got that camera set up to take photos on, on regular intervals of what's going on with the uh, hair. I think I'm gonna go make myself a tea and then do the crossword. <laughs>
0: um a few hours go by. Um how old would you say Doctor Armitage is, by the way?
1: Oh he He's like in his late 60s, almost early 70s. He's really old. He's probably going to take a nap in the afternoon, too. (laughs) Okay,
3: so
0: um, you eventually fall asleep. um, Mm -hmm. And that's when you have an interesting dream. As you wake up and you notice that you are in a manner you had seen uh, many a times during your early years of um, being a doctor in town um way back 19 let's see i make sure i got the dates right here 1903
1: <laughs> Nineteen eighteen hundred. 1800 <laughs> that's older than hey the, are we are we saying dr Armitage is just an old man <laughs> yeah. in passing he's actually immortal okay i'll go with that
0: um <laughs> no around i would say 1954 um from around the time, you were in this house a lot between 1954 to 1963. Um, and sitting, you're sitting in the lounge. Um, you remember these conversations relatively vividly as this was the beginning of your career as a doctor. Um, and you were conversing with Arthur Corrine um, as his newly adopted children would play. You functioned as the children's physician considering their... Um, and you were well aware of their various problems. However this time the mansion looks different. The p- wallpaper seems to be peeling off the wood seems tarnished, old and worn down with age. The couches have tears in them. Um, you can see stuffing sticking out. Um, even the love seats do and overall just looks poorly handled, poorly taken care of. And sitting across from you is, if you look down in NPCs, you'll see the silent A face, oh wait, no, it's not, is it? Oh no, only she has access to it, give me a second. So I need to share that with everybody. You come face-to-face with, if you look at the silent, a face you have not seen since 1963. Um, The face of Samuel Asher, one of the five survivors of the Craig Hayden wildfire. And the boy who only... In 1963, disappeared along with his five other children, leaving the adoptive father, Arthur Corrine, broken, and seemingly alone, as his wife committed suicide soon afterwards. Thanks.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. That's kind of So, we, I just have this dream while I'm asleep. Um,
0: you're currently in the dream right now. The boy sits across from you, in this room, just staring at you, quietly.
1: I kind of like look at him, go, uh, Samuel?
3: Hello, doctor.
1: Travesty of the room. This is kind of unexpected.
0: Father hasn't visited this place, vi- rarely visits this place anymore. Of course, it would look old.
1: Looking around, so why exactly am I here?
0: I don't know um and you notice that he begins pacing around the room eventually walks over to a bookshelf grabbing a book from the shelf and says maybe i thought i could help i'm not sure as he tosses the book onto the coffee table and staring up at you is a book labeled papers on demonology
1: Bruce. surprised so the first thing that the doctor would realize is he can read the front cover of this which is a revelation that he looks directly at Samuel and goes this isn't a dream is it no so he slowly picks up the, the book and starts flipping through it
0: the pages are seemingly blank,
1: mm, but looks can be deceiving.
0: You won't be able to read the book here. you'll need to find it elsewhere, but it could help you if you choose to use that method.
1: Mm. it you said if. take it there's a price to be paid if we do well
0: not necessarily although there is a price for everything it's just a matter of how you want to handle it
1: what happened to you Samuel
0: he shrugs and says you know what happened at the end of the day he got me like he got the rest of us and took us.
1: Who got you?
0: I believe you call him the Watcher.
1: Does he still have you?
3: Of
0: course. There's no escape for those he takes. I am luckier than the others, I guess, in a way.
3: So...
0: And with that, the vision fades as you hear a voice say, Doctor! Doctor, wake up! Uh, As you are faced with your assistant, (laughs) whose name escapes me. Um, Oh, uh,
1: Dr. Rachel Rachel Eddowes. Eddowes.
0: Yeah, Rachel Eddowes. Eddowes. Yeah. Doctor, are you okay? Uh, Ah,
1: just resting my eyes. Yeah.
0: You seemed somewhat distressed. Well, I finished the autopsy.
1: Oh, and what what did you find?
0: We found traces of saliva. We're giving it to um the police so that they were giving it to a fr- forensic um scientist to run tests on it see if we could get a DNA profile of it, but um other than that, there didn't seem to be much. I mean, compared to what we you would have seen out there i mean half of the body was eaten and mm. cause of death was well seemingly from what we can tell um an at- a bite an attack to the back of the neck that paralyzed the boy instantly i mean really killed the boy instantly but i mean i guess you could say at the very least he didn't feel any pain of what came next but.
1: Hmm. Well, thanks, Rachel, for, for keeping me in the loop.
0: Um, no problem. Since the
1: doctor wiping his uh, wiping, uh, sleep from his eyes, I, uh, I should probably get going. You take care of yourself and don't push yourself too hard after what happened.
0: Um, yes, of course. I hope you're doing well too, Doctor. I heard that. Um, some pretty bad stuff happened at the um, mayor's house as well.
1: Oh. Nothing that I can't... uh, Nothing that I can't handle or I haven't seen before. Of course, Doctor. And with that, the Doctor like tips his hat and uh, proceeds to get up and he's making his way to the college.
0: Alright. Um... All right, and as you do that, we move to Dolly and Sam, who are still currently following um, Malos Kyria. All right.
2: Um, has anything changed or happened, or is he still heading towards the dorms?
0: Um, I would say this is about... Mm, this is sort of the time while he was sleeping, sort of doing his crossword puzzle. You would have arrived mm-hmm. at his dorm by now. However, you haven't seen any sign of anybody else. Mhm.
2: Hmm. Curious. All right. Hmm. Um. You know, what? she's gonna wait going to st- kind of stake out his dorm and see if anyone will show up.
0: Um, How long are you going to wait?
2: Um, You know what? She's willing to wait a couple of hours.
0: All right. A couple hours go Two by. The most. Okay, mm-hmm. about two hours go by and there's no sign of him leaving
2: all right um, all right um, she's gonna leave and then call the doctor and be like hey you know sorry about earlier like are you good to talk where are you yada yada
0: and this would be about the time actually, that Armitage would be making his way over to the college.
1: Yeah, I'm actually mm. coming to the college to pick you and Sam up.
2: All right. Cool. And she's going to let him know, like, yeah, it was pretty much a dead end today.
1: Mm, not entirely. Now that we'll talk about it uh, when I arrive.
2: All right. Sounds good.
0: Um, as you stand up and you look, um, to the dorm once more. Um, we'll say Uh this as you're heading out of the building. You look up at the dorm building once Mm -hmm. more. Um, Mm -hmm. and you swear you see a figure with one eye staring out the window down at you. You see a large, toothy smile. And then it vanishes.
2: Mm. Um... You know what, at that, Dolly's going to take out her knife and be like, hang on, I need to go investigate something up there.
0: Wait, what are you... Um.
2: And, and she's just going to be like, there's no time.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do and anything gonna... to stop you. He just, he looks confused, if anything.
2: Yeah, she's going to run up to the room where she saw it.
0: The door is shut.
2: And... Um, you know she's gonna try to kick it down.
0: Roll a tough roll for me.
2: All righty. Thirteen with
0: a resounding amount of power. Mm -hmm. You kick in the door. Um, as you see. A young blonde woman and a guy with black hair um, both seem to be half naked sitting on the couch in the usual right. position. Um, <laughs> the girl looks up at you. What the fuck?
2: And um, so where she saw the eye and the smile and everything um is it like win- from the living room area, or was yeah, it from it's like from the a specific room there? the window directly behind them. Okay, so, um, can she use the sight on them to see if there's any of that like red stuff around them? There is no sign or of any magical in the
0: influence in this apartment.
2: Okay. Um, then you want, She's gonna just look around, and upon not seeing anything, be like, you know what, I'm so sorry, this is the wrong room, and she's going to put her knife away and be like, I'm so sorry about this, like, uh, yeah, really, get the I'm hell so out of here, I What the... the wrong room, <laughs> what <laughs> sorry, room is the right room, room. Uh, <laughs> um, she's going to be like, you know what, we don't kink shame here at this college, so don't you worry about it, but this is the wrong room. Uh, have a fun time be safe and again so so sorry and she's gonna close the door behind her and walk on down (laughs) and hopefully no one follows her um I would say
0: no nobody follows you there was like one person who like peeked their head out of the door and saw a crazy person with a knife staring down two half naked <laughs> um people and uh, decided that that was not their business.
2: All right. Playing it smart.
0: <laughs> um however you are greeted by a um very annoyed sheriff Thomas mm-hmm. Hansen and a What's the, the
2: sheriff doing here?
0: What do you think he's doing here? I don't know. Who just kicked in someone's door?
2: He's got that quick of a response time?
0: The college is, like, a, less than a five-minute drive from here. It's literally still, just that down that? the road.
2: He's got that fast of a response time, though. My God.
0: There are children being kidnapped, <laughs> so, you know, you want to be on high alert at this point. Kidnapped All and right. eaten. You don't really want those that to happen anymore.
3: All right.
0: Um, As he looks to you, mm-hmm. uh, I thought you guys were done with this crap.
2: <laughs> she's going to say, like, I'm so sorry. I thought I saw something, and my apologies. I was wrong. And she's going to try to walk by him.
0: <sighs> you know you're going to have to pay for the damages
2: on that, right? Um... I, uh, you know, last I heard, um, college kids get crazy here. So, I mean, is there any proof that it was me?
0: There are cameras in the building, ma'am.
2: Okay, then. Um, so, I attend this college. They will have my information on record. And they can feel more than free to send me a bill.
0: Please. Don't do something like this again. I'm begging you. I will
2: try my darndest. Yep, I will try my darndest to make sure this does not happen again.
0: (sighs) And you can tell that he is definitely debating between um, either throwing you in handcuffs and dropping Mm -hmm. you into a jail cell until all this is dealt with or um, just letting you go because he has bigger problems right now. And around this time, um, Dr. Armitage, you pull up to the college dorms where um, you had been notified to meet them at.
1: I just... It's like, huh, I must be early. That's new. All right turn on some oldies and, like, listen to the radio as I wait for them.
0: What would you like to do, Dolly?
2: Um, I mean, did she get out scot-free?
0: He's still looking like at you like seeing what your next move is going to be, I think. I don't um, think he's made a decision on what he's going to do.
2: Alright, well, she's going to be like, alright, well so sorry to bother you with all this i will let you get back to your job and she's gonna try to walk away
0: i think he just sighs and walks towards the building and um leaves you alone for now he knows how to get a hold of you if he needs to
2: all right great and yeah, um, she's gonna look for the car and when she sees him pulling up, she's gonna just kind of yell at Sam to come with her and hop in the car All and right. tell the doctor, like, go, go, go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I'm doing so.
1: Right. Tur- turns the ignition and I'm going at maybe 15, 15 miles an hour. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Let's hope the sheriff doesn't change his mind at this point. Where would you like to head, Dr. Armitage?
1: Uh, we're heading to a certain abandoned manor.
0: Alright. Um. And what would usually be mm-hmm. less than a ten minute drive somehow manages to be turned into a 45 minute drive.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: As um, Dolly, accurate. you pull up to a fully abandoned, familiar Manor.
2: Um, she's gonna look at Sam and the doctor and be like, you guys, holy crap, and explain to them the one time she was there and, like, yeah, you know, there was, like, these kids and, like, explain where she's seen it before. Um, I can't remember the specific instance, if she was asleep or if she stumbled there.
0: You stumbled there once during the first mystery. Um, you ended up there once that's where you met um i that no that's not where you met that was i think the second time you met richards there um you ended up there once in the um second mystery which Uh is where you found and then which is where you found the journal where richard found the journal um Mm -hmm. then she's been here a lot then miles (laughs) ended up there And then you ended up Mm -hmm. in here in the other world where you found the very run-down version of it. And... Yeah, since then you have not visited the manor. But there's been many trips to Mm -hmm. this humbled abode.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she's gonna let them know, like, hey, you know, uh, I've been here before. Here's the issues I've been experiencing with it. Hmm.
0: Alright, and this is also where you found um, Sam super zoned out after you escaped the other world.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I just need to see if something is here that might be of assistance.
2: Alright, let's check it out.
0: Alright, you step inside. Um... As you approach the front entrance, you find the door is already open mm. for you.
1: Oh, that's good. I did mm. have to resort to my, my key, a.k.a. <laughs> the rock next to the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, she's there are a lot of rocks being thrown through windows in this story. Um, it's efficient step inside where would you like to look to first you're currently standing in a foyer there is um, two sets of stairs that lead upstairs one that leads to the left side of the upstairs and the other that leads to the right side Um, Uh, there is a hallway that leads down which would lead to the living room on the left if you remember the kitchen on the right Mm -hmm. there's a bathroom then there is a um, study and what would have been Arthur Corrine's office
1: I'm gonna go to his office first.
0: Alright, you step into his office. What would you like to look for?
1: Uh, you know what I'm looking for.
0: Roll, investigate. Certain book. Roll plus sharp for me.
1: Okay. One second here. Roll plus sharp. Is the character sheet? Here we go. Character sheet. Uh, sharp. Okay.
0: You find... um. No files. Nothing like what you found there. However, hmm. let's see here. Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second. I need to figure out what it is. You find... A document labeled "Theories of the Paranormal."
1: Pick it up. Flip through it a bit. Just tuck it under my arm. It's not what I'm looking for, but I'll take—I'll uh, take it anyways.
0: Um, do you fully read it?
1: No, not at the present. Okay. I'd much rather get it somewhere—somewhere uh, somewhere with good light and. Uh, before starting to read it in full.
0: You also find... Not that. Um, let's see here. No, not that. All right. Um, report on Prisoner 3712. And some And then Missing Dagger Report nineteen
1: forty-six. Mm. I got a good idea as to what the missing dagger report is about.
0: And Reports. Nope, not that one. And then that should be it.
1: Let me think here.
0: Dolly, are you looking around this room?
2: Absolutely.
0: Roll plus shirt for me.
2: Mm, okay. Sorry, I for my computer to decide to start loading again.
0: It's all right. We <gasps> all know that roll 20 hates okay. us all.
1: There
2: we go. Ouch. Got a six. Not rolling good today.
0: All right. Um, mark experience, I would say that... Um, just due to how well, you know, this is more based off of how well you perform versus, you know, there being any actual danger. So you find two reports, one labeled report from U.S. Army investigators. And... A report on the dagger. Mm-hmm. And finally, reports on the rift nineteen forty-five.
2: Alright. Um she's gonna flip through them real quick and just kind of like gather them all up and tuck them away in her jacket.
0: And are you reading through them fully or are you waiting?
2: Um, no, she's just flipping through them real quick. Like, so that way she can get, like, a gist of what it's going on.
0: Okay. Um, but from what you can tell, they have no relation to at least your current, um, prerogative.
2: Alright. So then she's gonna just hide them away for now.
1: Hmm, not what I'm looking for. Guess I'll go to the study next. Alright, um...
0: Roll plus chart for me.
1: Here's a question, who actually owns this house still?
0: Arthur Corrine never sold it, so it's still in his possession
1: but he never comes back here does he
0: he visits rarely but um yes he rarely comes to this house anymore
2: hey there we go water's right
0: let's see what do we got an 11 okay as much as i would love to award an 11 with something great sadly there is just not much to find in here i mean um, you knew this study was his wife's study, who worked as a nurse at the hospital. You did—that's actually how you knew each other. Mm-hmm. But um, you know that the room was mostly cleared out, and put into boxes that clearly haven't been moved or touched since nineteen s- since her death.
3: Hmm.
1: If I was a book, where would I hide? Alright, children. Uh, look at the salmon dally. We're on a scavenger. <laughs> For a uh, a book if, that I remembered that uh, was in uh, the good uh, Mr. Corrine's possession. Uh... And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that it's still here in the house. It's his okay. is a book called Papers on Demonology.
0: If it's a mm-hmm. book, wouldn't he keep it on his bookshelf in the living room?
2: Or it might be in a private study.
1: It's not the sort of book that you would have out for uh, everyone to see, right? Well,
0: you know how With... he was. He's never been the most
3: yeah.
1: we can try
0: secretive about his affiliations with the occult.
1: Fair enough. We might as well take a look in the living room then.
0: Alright, as you um, step into the living room, roll plus
1: sharp for me. Okay. Eventually I'm gonna fail miserably.
0: Is today that day? No, it is not. Um, you find, no, it's not. in the exact spot that um, Samuel Asher had pulled the book from, Papers on Demonology.
1: Great. It's like, I kind of like, look at the other titles that are in the living room.
0: It's a lot of a want to stuff.
1: Up, we might want to pack all those up. <laughs> so we don't have to come back out here. Just a thought Uh,
2: Yeah, Dolly would like to agree Be like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea
0: Alright, and are you reading um, Papers on Demonology?
1: Yeah, I'm an old old man I'll start reading the book While I I put the other two to work uh, Collecting the uh, uh, Collecting all the books And putting them in the back of my car
0: As they're doing that, you sit down um, In the love seat you remember Sitting in during your vision um, you flip through it, and most of it you can see, like, Corrine has made notes on, like, this is fake, this, um, you know, there's no evidence that this creature doesn't exist. Until you end up about halfway through the book on a book called The Chained. Um, the overall docket is short, however, it reads um, notes of interest that Corrine seems to have taken note of is um, a demon of immense power, um, and completely unnamed, this is... A demon of immense power and is completely unnamed which um you would gather from the rest of the book would be very important to knowing a demon's name is considered the most powerful thing so for it not to have Mm. a name is knowing a demon's name gives you a lot of power over it so for it not to have a name um it is said that merely gazing upon the demon could cause someone to go insane while there are many rituals to summon this demon, um, it's said that, um, to seal away the demon, there is one that can seal away the demon's influence. This ritual requires a pentacle drawn in iron, salt surrounding the circle, five candles at each point, and, or the object and or person under the influence at the chain in its center, and the blood of the innocent, um, which... Once again, from the rest of the book, you would determine to be a virgin. Um, and all participants in the ritual must be chanting, Be gone, O cursed one, return to the, from the realm you were banished to by the wise king so long ago. Four times.
1: Interesting. Don't know how this is pertinent to what we're dealing with right now. unless somebody ended up summoning this thing, in which case we're in a lot more trouble than I initially thought.
0: From other things you can gather from this report, which um, is at least according mult is according to um, Corrine Bogus, is that this being um, supposedly cannot enter our realm. It can only um, extend its influence into our realm. So, for example, um, The best way to describe it would be is there is um you know he couldn't actively interfere with the world but he could make somebody his puppet who he could use to actively interfere with the world and that um his influence can cause various transformations of the body and um intense hunger but other than that um it's you wouldn't have any idea of how this is connected to your current predicament.
1: No, it's good to know these things. Are they done packing all the books away? As
0: um, you look up, you look back down at the paper and you notice that the eye in the center, which is said to be a symbol of the chained, um, mm. you notice the eye looks at you. It blinks. And I need you to roll 2d6
3: for me.
1: seven
0: all right with a seven um, your vision flashes white for a second before you find yourself standing in a cave um, I believe it should be pinned here in general yeah um, if you look in general it's the second pinned picture of you see that being um, currently changed to the cave as it looks at you, um, the eye in its center glaring down at you, before um, the being smiles and your vision goes black. As Dolly, as you enter in, making, going to pick up the next set of books, you notice that Arthur Corrine is currently sitting motionless in his chair.
2: Um, she's gonna walk over to him and you know just kind of mutter to herself a bit like oh my god please don't let this be the moment that I find a dead body <laughs> um, and she's gonna kind of wave her hand in front of him a bit in front of him a bit and be like hey hello
0: he doesn't respond but like as you're waving your hand over his face you can see like he is breathing he's not mm-hmm. dead but he's just okay. he seems to have fallen unconscious for some reason
2: Alright, um, you know what? She's gonna...
1: Out of character, gonna... I'm more shocked with the fact it's Arthur Corrine. At least that's what you said it was.
0: Oh, sorry, I meant Alfred Armitage. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that is my fault. I uh, There are too many old people.
2: Um, she's gonna go ahead and look at the book that he's reading and try to grab it from him.
0: Um, the book is currently closed on his lap and it reads Papers on Demonology
2: alright she's gonna take like try to take it from him
0: you take as you take it up his eyes shoot open um uh-huh. I need you to roll act under pressure Dolly okay I would say with a minus one four but considering this is oh god, considering <laughs> this is an old man you know any off guardness <laughs> would be off put by the fact he's an old man Um, as you grab this book, his Mm -hmm. arms shoot up and grab your neck. As, um, you see uh, plastered on his forehead is an Mm -hmm. eye in blood red, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: before suddenly, Armitage, you awaken, and you see that your hands are currently wrapped around and tightening around Dolly's neck, who is holding a paper, a book labeled Papers on Demonology.
1: going on I let go immediately obviously okay what's going on
2: um you Uh, know what Dolly's gonna go ahead and just kind of swat the book at him a little bit while still holding on to it and just you know she's gonna call him um you know she's gonna be like oh you know what the hell you fucking freak and then just walk away with the book. Like she's going to like storm away, like she's quite obviously pissed about it.
0: All right. And as um you do that, Dolly, um you suddenly hear a uh, deep gravelly voice whisper in your ear you know it's your fault he did that right
2: um she's gonna continue walking away and just
0: like everything that goes wrong is your fault
2: yeah she's gonna just keep walking away and just kind of mutter to herself like you know what like I'll end up fixing this you'll see. You're going to be screwed over, and you're going to be sorry.
0: <laughs> That's a bold statement. How can you screw yourself over? Well, I guess you've done that plenty of oh, times. Oh, watch
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go lower.
0: <laughs> um, Armitage, what are you doing? Yeah
1: he's still a little shooken up by the idea that he almost almost strangled the poor girl Uh, he's just gonna go go to his car at this point just sit in the driver's seat try to regain his composure his hands are probably shaking violently still
0: okay um doing that Sam would eventually like once he's done moving in like sit down everything alright you two seem. It's
2: shaken up. Dolly's going to try to kind of inconspicuously, like, you know, she's going to sit more in the back, like closer towards all the books. And she's just going to start like flipping through the books, kind of like nonchalantly and casually and be like, you know what? Um, Let's just get out of here. I feel like there's just a lot of work ahead of us. And as she's like flipping through the book, she's going to try to like casually slip the demonology book into her jacket
0: okay uh, I, know, I guess um,
2: your bag i feel like she would be wearing a bag at this point you know
0: i would say roll act under pressure
2: Alrighty. ah oh, damn it <laughs> It's a um, six.
0: Sam immediately his eyes dart back at you. This is a tried and true method of yours. Uh-huh. Um, so Sam's <laughs> like, "What are you trying to hide?"
2: Um. She's just kind of kind of feel like I'm not really trying to hide anything. I just saw a book that I really wanted to read a bit more, and he's already got so many other books for us to comb through. I figured just me checking out this one book of interest really, you know, I just kind of wanted to be the first one to actually flip through it, read it, and figure everything out.
0: Um, Armitage, while this is happening, you would I'm assuming, do you look back to see what she's, what Sam thinks she's trying he, to hide?
1: He, he's just too shaken up. He doesn't, yeah. like, even if he saw it, he wouldn't say anything at this point.
0: Okay. Um, Sam would just sort of flick his eyes back to Armitage and then shrug and move back. Alright. It's getting pretty late. Do we just want to call it for the night?
2: Yeah, let's all go back to our... You know what? Sleep over at Armage's. I feel like that sounds like a good idea. You know, we got all the books here. We can all just, you know, settle over in his place and help him organize the books a little bit, have a late night, and maybe put on some coffee?
3: Um. Uh, I
1: guess.
2: Or not. We could all just go to our respective homes and deal with this tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think that might be the better course of action.
0: Seriously, like, did something happen in there? Like, you both look... Armitage, you look pretty shooken up. Um, Um,
2: Dolly's gonna kind of touch her neck a little bit and be like, uh, yeah, some stuff did happen, but I feel like it's nothing the paranormal can't explain, hopefully. You know, hopefully you're not having, like, a senior moment.
1: uh, I just want to get home. I'm I'm tired. Says the doctor.
3: Um, Okay.
0: So, assuming you guys set off, um, And eventually, you arrive home, um, to your respective houses. Do any of you read the reports you found at Arthur Corrine's house? Or do anything before you head to bed?
2: Um, she's gonna go through the book, the papers on demonology.
0: Um, you would see the same thing, however, there seemingly is no Mm -hmm. reaction, um, from what you saw. But you do see the eye and the chained page, Mm -hmm. which, um seems familiar to you.
2: All right. Um, Yeah, she's going to go ahead and start taking some notes and, you know, just kind of more or less put it as like, hey, um, you know, kind of like write down some little side notes on it and be like, you know, kind of like, you know, if I was in the middle of that pentagram and we got some innocent blood, maybe we could seal him away in me and kind of like a little question mark you know be like you know would this be possible would it not be and after she's done reading a bit she's just gonna kind of put the book on top of her nightstand and go to sleep
0: alright Armitage are you reading through any of the papers you collected from Arthur Corrine's office
1: no he's just having a strong scotch
3: okay
1: (laughs) he's still pretty shaken up (laughs) alright
2: I got a question: Is he a pacifist, or did yes, the moment is. just really shake him up? Okay. No, he—he's very <laughs> much a pacifist. But okay. He
1: swung at a supernatural thing with a—a a, a scalpel, but mm-hmm. that was about it.
2: Yeah, that's All the right. most violent <laughs> he's
0: been in a while, guys. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be the side for everything that Armitage found. down here will be where I put everything Dolly has. Okay, so, um, as night falls, Armitage, you have a relatively restful sleep. (sighs) Dolly, you have a nightmare, one you maybe Mm -hmm. have had many a Mm -hmm. times. You are in high school, Um, you're just about to graduate. Mm -hmm. Well, you've had many incidences throughout the year of bad luck. Nothing ever really compares at this point to the very moment that your entire life turned upside down. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Now, what was Dolly like in her senior year of high school around this day?
2: Um, She was... She was someone that more or less kind of kept to herself, but it was honestly she was kind of like just a really big nerd but more of a loner nerd Did she you have know have like
0: friends anything like that
2: um not really she was more of the kid that would like stay after class in the teacher's classroom and just study and help out with like teacher assistant work so, so yeah. i guess she might be close to like her english teacher or someone like that
0: so yeah um but this is you know the day that you're finally going to graduate you know you will never have to go through the um, great fun that is the social climate of high school mm-hmm. um, and how were your feelings towards your other peers were they nice to you
2: ignored um, you? rude to you small things they just kind of ignored her for the most part and it, she was just that person where like she'd sit like on the sidelines and be like man like I really wish that I wasn't so weird and awkward and that I could just go there and like socialize with everyone normally
0: yeah so how would you say her grades are would you say that she would have been at the level of valedictorian oh she's like
2: straight A yeah she's like straight A student so you know it's the moment you're
0: about to give Probably you, despite the fact that since this is a smaller town, you managed to make yourself valedictorian in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the pick of colleges of your choice. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And now's your moment. The moment to give your valedictorian speech. As you stand before the crowd, are you nervous? Potentially afraid?
2: Absolutely. She's terrified that, you know... I don't know, she's terrified that she's gonna lose control, and, like, she's just worried, like, oh, no, like, what if something happens? You know, like, what if something even just, like, catches me off guard and scares me? Like, what if I end up doing something? And as this On top of the whole, like, you know, like, oh, you know, what if I go up there, I trip or something?
0: As this thought crosses your mind, you hear loud groaning. Mm Mm-hmm. Your eyes instinctively shoot up towards the rafters, fear coursing through your veins as you, um... Wonder what that sound is, as your gaze is followed by many other students. And that's when it happens, when the, um, what do you call the, sca- the scaffolding above the school? Suddenly, oh. collapses in. Oh no! This was the first of many horrific accidents that had surrounded you, Dolly. And you remember that day um as you were pulled from the le- rubble by mm-hmm. rescue operators and heard the words only survivor told to you and there was that voice in the back of your head that reminded you that this was your fault that had you not been there none of this would have ever happened
2: mm-hmm.
0: what did you do after this dolly
2: um she went on a drug bit drug binge decided to pretty much take a year before going back like to go before going to college she's like yeah i'm just gonna take a little summer and you know kind of move away a little bit and instead of going to any of her colleges that she picked it's more of she just goes on like a drug binge and ends up in like some random town and is like you know what I think it's been enough time. I need to try to get my life together. And then she'll just enroll in that, you know, like that town's community college. And the process just continues to repeat itself.
0: Did you ever keep in contact with your parents afterwards or during this period of time? Or did you just cut contact with them?
2: Um, she would occasionally, like, send a little postcard. Be like, hey, I'm over in this town. Um, you know... Hope to hear from you guys. Hope everything's good.
0: And I'll leave this up to you. Did they ever respond?
2: Um, hmm. You know, I would think at the beginning they would respond. And then after a little while, they just kind of stopped bothering.
0: Yeah. And you awaken as morning comes.
3: And we will pause right there.